Hi, my name is Nick Jacobs, and this is my very first podcast. Today we're going to talk about 23andMe. After putting this off for years, primarily because the FDA had shut them down for a while, I sent my saliva to 23andMe to find out my health risks, my relatives, and my ancestral origins. The information that I received via email was exciting, fun, and thank goodness, it was mostly okay. There were also a thousand and one relatives I didn't know who were on my list. Now, only one of them was impressive. That one is J. Craig Ventner, the former president and chief scientific officer of Solera Genomics. Craig and Francis Collins are credited with the first mapping of the human genome. Up to this point, my only famous relatives were the, the Beeson brothers who founded Uniontown, Pennsylvania, and a cousin who owned Gunsmoke's Long Branch Saloon. For those of you who are too young to know what Gunsmoke was, um, go on YouTube. The report revealed that I didn't have the genes for Alzheimer's or Parkinson's, and that was a relief. In fact, there were no major genetic abnormalities that I'd be passing on to my kids or grandkids, which was also a relief. But there were some interesting facts, and some of them cracked me up. For example, I'm a tiny part Neanderthal. Now, today that's probably not something to put in your curriculum vitae, but it's a minute enough portion that it explains some of my physical traits, like straight hair and a little hair on my back. I know, I know, too much information. Thankfully, the percentage was low enough that I'm not a knuckle-dragger. My favorite part of the report came from the page entitled Traits. That was something I hadn't expected to find from a tablespoon of saliva. For example, the very first trait is that I have the ability to match musical pitch, which is once again a pretty good relief because I majored as a, I was a music major the first time around. And this is a trait that I had not realized could be determined by genetics. Just think if I was genetically incapable of matching pitch. That would have been a rough four years. So now when adults tell me they have absolutely no ability to match pitch, maybe it isn't just because some music teacher didn't want to deal with them. Maybe it was genetic. Now here are some of the funnier and more interesting ones that caught my attention. For example, I will not have a unibrow. Oh, and how about this one? There are slightly higher odds that I will not like cilantro. So after all these years, I finally understand. For those of you who wonder about the unusual smell when you go to the bathroom after eating asparagus, guess what? It's heredity. Apparently, some people don't notice any difference. But for me, post-asparagus potty time is clearly noticeable. It's memorable and well-defined. I'm more likely not to be bitten by mosquitoes any more than the average human. Uh, You know what? I'd argue that one because I think I'm mosquito-human paradise. But the test isn't perfect. How about this one? I'm likely to wake up around 6.58 every morning. OMG, that is so true. What the heck is that about? I don't want to wake up at 6.58 a.m., but regardless of the time zone, that's my wake-up time. Okay, it's not always my get-up time. When I ran hospitals, I had to be at meetings at 6.30 in the morning for me. And I'll admit that sometimes I didn't wake up during those meetings until almost 8.00 but no one would have ever known. This one's a little gross, but I'm more likely to have wet versus unwet 
earwax. Not that any of us needed or wanted to know that, but there it was. I have hazel, previously brown eyes, no dimples, and detached earlobes that I'm hoping won't become too detached. But here's the one that's been bugging me for years. When I get my picture taken, my hair will be photo bleached. That means I'll look even more bald than I actually am. Photo bleached hair, a genetic trait. Who knew? 23 and me, that's who.